morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this 10th day of November 2020. It is a Tuesday. My name is Nick, ladies and gentlemen, Big J. Yep. Big J? Present and accounted for. How you feeling? Good. Yeah? How was the Monday? Pretty mundane. Pretty mundane. Could have a song there. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Yeah, sure. Why not? Change the Mamas and Papas song into your own tune? Pull off like a little modern day Weird Al. Do you think people would care about you doing a parody song of a 60s too? No, they wouldn't. Because I'd only get half the song written. You're saying you would procrastinate writing Monday Monday? No, I'm just saying I don't, I can't, I can't write songs. So, well, I mean, uh, you don't have to write the music. That's the good news. It's all just lyrics. You can write lyrics, right? Can't you? I would forget half of them though. That's why you write them down. Because they're lyrics. You think Ozzy remembers all of his lyrics? He's got uh, teleprompters up there, man. (laughs) He's got something. Help him up on the stage. We can do the same for you. Plus, nobody's asking you to record a lot to perform it live. Not yet, anyway. It's got to take off a little bit. Yeah, I know. I jumped ahead. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not asking you to go on the Today Show. I'm just saying, you know. Well, what's the point then? I don't know. I'm not saying you're not going to. I'm just saying, I think you're having anxiety about this things that we're not quite Hypothetical conversation is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just uh, wanting to picturing you in my mind as a modern day Weird Al turning <laughs> 60s tunes into parodies oh. for, uh, based on two word premises. It is a funny, it is a funny thought. <laughs> Monday, mundane. Oh, now it's Monday, mundane? Yeah, well, I got, I'm working it out. All right. That's fair. Together. It's a workshop, everybody. Oh, no. I want Welcome no part to of this. our songwriting, parodies, writing workshop. I already want no part of this. Uh, true story. The first thing I ever did for a morning show in my uh, radio career was write a, a parody song. Lyrics to I a parody song. I it was probably song. great. Uh, I still have it somewhere. Do you remember the Salt and Pepper song, Shoop? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you one guess what my parody song was. Poop? Yep. That's exactly right. I wrote a whole four and a half rap song about poop. Oh, man. And I don't remember any of the lines, but obviously the chorus went, you make me want to poop. And uh, did it ever make it to air, Big J? No. It did not. Uh, I did not perform it. I just wrote it and had the musical guys perform it. It sounded great, but it never made it on the air. It was deemed too immature for the audience. Shocking. As is most things I did back then. I'm glad and you still, buried that in your resume. To this day. Uh, yeah, no, it didn't, it didn't make the cut. Uh, today on the show, what will make the cut is an opportunity for you to qualify for Win Santa's Sack. We're going to do a round of streaming dumbass. Big J will have a longer period because uh, we will have a day off tomorrow, courtesy of Veterans Day around these parts. But we will also have a chance for you to win other stuff from us as well and enjoy some music like Tool. We kick off the show with 46 and 2 here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. You win it to win it. The Idaho Lottery's got a million dollar raffle. It's got the best odds of winning a million bucks, and it is on sale right now. So go into your local Idaho Lottery retailer, pick yourself up a raffle ticket or so, maybe win yourself a million bucks by the end of the year. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Idaho added about fourteen hundred and seventeen total new cases yesterday. For your Monday, that is more than 64,000 people that have tested positive for the virus since the pandemic began in Idaho in March. Of the new cases, of course, Ada County, again, the state's hot top spot with 364 new confirmed cases. Kootenai County's second most with 129. 
And then uh, Canyon County down there with 92. Idaho has reported more than 1,000 new daily cases in six of the last seven days. The only day we didn't was uh, Sunday when only 40% of the districts were reporting. So take that as what you will. State also reached a grim milestone on Monday when it surpassed uh, 700 coronavirus-related deaths. Health officials reported uh, 13 additional deaths. That brings the statewide death toll to 704. Uh, And by the way, in case you're curious, uh, 10 days after we reached 600 deaths, we got to 700. That's not good. Uh, One month after it surpassed 500, too. Uh, So we're reeling right now. And uh, that is why Idaho is on the short list of one of the states that may receive the vaccine, whatever vaccine they may be working on at Pfizer, that they have announced that has a 90% rate. More testing has to be done. Of course, it's all done by their own people. So independent yeah, things you should has give to be the, You should give the, uh, the vaccine to the most irresponsible people first. Right. The people who refuse you're saying to er- do stuff on their own. You're saying earn this, basically. Uh, yeah, well, uh, here's what we found out. People cannot be trusted. And uh, and e- even if you... <laughs> man. Uh, even if you factor in all that stuff, people are still pushing to get the picture. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's never going to stop. How was the Monday Night Football, Big J? Uh, I watched, like, maybe one quarter. What happened? Watching another show instead? Uh, no, I just was like, dude, it's the Jets and the Patriots. Ended up being a pretty good game. Yeah, I watched the last quarter, so right. uh, it, it pulled out. But yeah, I, I, what happened was I was watching something else, and I switched over, and I'm like, oh, this turned into a game, I guess. Uh, what was catching your eye other than Monday Night Football? Reruns. Of? Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> premiere, two-hour premieres tonight, baby. Uh, Patriots mounted a fourth quarter comeback against the Jets to uh, get in themselves a 30-27 win last night. Sealed the victory with a 51-yard field goal by Nick Folk as time ran out. Cam Newton led the Patriots back after being down 10 points. Had two touchdown runs in the game, including a second one that tied it all at 27, which is under two minutes left. As for the Jets, 0-9 for the first time in franchise history. Not great. Not great at all. But... Uh, they did put up a fight, so uh, good for them. They covered, and that's something that a lot of people didn't think they were going to do. So, well played to the Jets. Still not enough to pick up a win, but at this point, I don't think you're looking for a win if you're the Jets. I think you want the number one pick in the draft so you can Tyler Lawrence it up. You know what I mean? And Sam, send Sam Darnold on his way with his gimpy shoulder. Go on, get. <laughs> and his hair. <laughs> you don't like his hair? He's got some hair, man. But is it good He's or bad? It looks weird in his body. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what Sorry. hairstyle would you recommend for Sam Darnold? Shave it. Fully bald like Lex Luthor? Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see if he buys in. I'm guessing probably not. Sean Connery is headed back to Scotland. That, according to his widow, uh, she told the Scottish male that he wanted his ashes to be scattered in the Bahamas and then also in a little bit in Scotland. And so she says that whenever it's possible to save travel again, then the family's intention is to return to Scotland with him. His uh, widow, of course, 91 years old, was married to the actor for 45 years. He passed away at 90 himself on October the 31st. So that makes sense. I didn't know he was such a Bahamas fan, but uh, guess what? Uh, You could probably fill what I know about Sean Connery into a thimble. That's about it. Other than his acting stuff. So uh, I think it's good that he's going back to Scotland a little bit along those rolling hills. Yeah. And be rest, uh, be laid to rest that way, as per his wishes, in a very Scottish drawl. I'm sure he said these things. Morning after with Nick and Big J. First round of important stuff. Check. 
It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday, we dig into Amazon and try to find three movies that maybe J- Big J has not encountered in his personal or professional life. <laughs> he makes it easy when he watches uh, reruns of shows he's watched in the past. For yes. Us. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. And so it's an opportunity for him to select a movie to watch and review for you today in a 48-hour period. Using just the plot. No actors, no studio that brought you stuff, no from the director of BS. It's all just based on a sometimes very brief plot description from Netflix, although some of these get into a little bit more details than others. Are you ready, Big J? I'm ready. Uh, Just so you know, all three of these movies today come from the popular tab under Netflix, so whether or not you or I like them, inconsequential America does. You understand? Yeah. Movie number one. Cousins Vincent and Anton are players in the high-stakes game of high-frequency trading, where winning is measured in milliseconds. Their dream? To build a straight fiber-optic cable line between Kansas and New Jersey, making them millions. But nothing is straightforward for this flawed pair. Anton is the brains, Vincent is the hustler, and together they push each other and everyone around them to the breaking point with their adventures. Hey! What made you say that? New Jersey. I see, okay. Movie number two. Anthony. They might not be from New Jersey. But. Uh, a girl and her father travel to a remote alien moon aiming to strike it rich. They've secured a contract to harvest a large despo- deposit of elusive gems, but one of the things they do encounter is nonstop danger while searching for these valuables. Movie number three. Two brothers receive a cryptic video message inspiring them to revisit the cult they escaped from a decade earlier. Hoping to find closure that they couldn't find when they were young men, they're forced to reconsider the cult's beliefs when confronted with unexplainable phenomenon surrounding the camp. As the members prepare for the coming of the mysterious event, the brothers race to unravel the seemingly impossible truth before their lives become permanently entangled with the cult. Man. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, Big J? Hal, you know, I mean, all three of these are, are you know, seem interesting. Okay. So, That's a good start. Yeah. Um... Let's go off-world. Let's go with uh, movie number two. Okay. What drew you to Alien Moons? I don't know. Maybe excitement. All right. Here's hoping you're right. Yeah. Movie number one was called The Hummingbird Project. It stars Jesse Eisenberg and Alexander Sarsgaard. Movie number three was called The Endless, and that stars Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. You will be watching a movie called Prospect. You ever heard of it? Yeah. You have? I think... I think I have not. It won a bunch of awards at South by Southwest. Who's who's in it? Pedro Pascal and Sophie Thatcher. Now, hmm. I don't know who Sophie Thatcher is, but you know who Pedro Pascal is, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian. And so uh, we'll see how Prospect is, but I've never seen or heard anything about it. Well, but it's a prospect of some sort of gold uh, on alien planets. Well, uh, elusive gems, according to the plot description. But either way, uh, I, I believe it may be a throwback to kind of those prospecting terms for sure that's the movie big j will watch he will give you a review of it on thursday morning if you'd like to wait till 10 o'clock on wednesday night (laughs) that sounds about right oh crap i gotta watch that movie and play video games during it going on in the news today on the morning after with nick and big j controversial results out of a poll revolving around something that i know you're very passionate about big j Oh, yeah? And let's get into it for a second. Spoilers about a movie or television show. Not a fan. Who would be, right? Right. But the question becomes, let's say 
you get spoiled on a particular movie. Would you receiving those spoilers prevent you, under normal circumstances, from going to see that movie in the theater? Oh, no. Absolutely not, right? Nope. Now, why? You know how it's going to go, or you know the major twist. Because I want to see the movie. I want to see it all play out. And that's exactly what the study found. Researchers from two different universities found that movies that are spoiled for the person that wants to go see that movie does not impact whether or not they go see that movie. Their ultimate interest in it does. Now, the less interested you are in the movie, the spoiler will impact whether or not you go check it out. Like, if you're just kind of like, meh, and then you find out, you know, the sixth sense is about somebody that Bruce Willis is dead, you go, well, all right. What? You just ruined it! it. I ruined a movie from 1997. Ruined! I do not care. Uh, And so it it will not uh, have any impact on you whatsoever. You may not go see it now, because, but you really probably, if you want to boil down to it, we're never going to see it anyway. Uh, And so, movie theaters are starting, or movie studios are starting to say, you know what? Then you know what? Maybe spoilers aren't that big of a deal. Uh, And that was one of the biggest things that they were worried about releasing some stuff overseas before the United States of the coronavirus was. It would impact the box office numbers for their American audiences if they already know some of these secrets that happen in it. And with studies like this that come out, it may give them the opportunity to go, you know what? Screw it. Let me just make some money on Black Widow then. Release it overseas. Let Europe talk about it all over the internet if they want to. Because these American dolts will see it anyway, no matter what, because they want to spend their money on it. Bam. I don't have to be worried about it at all. And so it's good news for movie studios. And uh, and good news, I guess, for you. Because either way, you're going to go see it no matter what you know, whether it's coming or not. And I suppose that probably shouldn't surprise us because at the end of the day, I mean, listen, what do you spend most of your time doing now? Rewatching stuff you've already seen before, right? You know how that's going to end doesn't stop you from watching again, does it? It depends. Well, I mean, yeah. But if you enjoy it, it wouldn't. Uh, well, it certainly takes away the fun factor, though. Of course. Uh, but you know what? I'd prefer it not happen. Of course. Who would? But movie theaters could care less if you uh, are having fun. They want your money, bro. Give them that cash. And so uh, it it, uh, it probably is going to impact what's going to happen here for the foreseeable future with some fairly big releases because studios want to cash in on them. They don't want to sit on them forever, and America is having a hard time reopening up their movie theaters, picture. At least from a nationwide standpoint. Right. Patriots beat the Jets last night 30-27 to with a nice comeback win by the Pats. They kicked a 51-yard field goal as time expired. Uh, thank God there was overtime for that game. The Patriots went outright. The Jets fall to 0-9. NBA and the Players Association officially announced last night the new season will start on December 22nd. They were able to come to an agreement on the CBA uh, that makes it okay for the teams to play a 72-game season. Uh, The NBA draft will take place on November 18th. Training camps will begin December 1st. Uh, It will not take place in the bubble. It will actually have teams play in their arenas and travel to away games as usual, uh, but a limited amount of back-and-back or back-to-backs and uh, travel, and of course the restrictions will be on it. We'll see how it goes when everybody is having to be on their own good behavior, how the NBA season goes, or if it's like the NBA and college football messes that we've had, or the NFL and college football messes that we've had. Big J, you don't care about this, but a lot of people do. John Krasinski has another idea for a Quiet Place movie, and it looks like it's going to happen. The 41-year-old actor who also directed and co-wrote the original 2018 movie and its sequel 
will be producing a third film in the franchise alongside little Michael Bay. Just some plot deals, details being shared about the third movie. It will be connected to the first two, but nothing beyond that. The original film, of course, centered on a family in a post-apocalyptic world where creatures with heightened hearing use sound to devour mankind. Uh, the Quiet Place 2 was supposed to come out, oh gosh, what, six months ago? It seems that way, yeah. Uh, but it was pushed back due to the pandemic. Uh, but they do expect big things from it, so much so that they already greenlit the sp- greenlit the spinoff. So we'll see what ends up happening with uh, Quiet Place 2 whenever it comes out, which may be sooner rather than later, according to our first story. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Florida! And uh, we've got an issue. Oh, no. We've got an issue with Vanessa Lee Jones, no relation to Tommy. As uh, for the second time in a week, (laughs) Miss Vanessa Lee Jones, 38 years old, has been arrested. Oh, no. This Uh, is that lady? uh, This is that lady. That lady that just won't stop touching herself in public, Big J. Because uh, this time it happened uh, over the weekend on Saturday morning. A witness called the police and said, hey, I think somebody is completely nude and pleasuring themselves right outside a closed Popeye's here. And, and I, 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 you know, I'm trying to keep my breakfast down and take my kids to... You know some activities, and it's it's a little bit off-putting. So police Wait, showed up. What is she just out in the um, in the parking lot, not in a car or anything? That is correct. Uh, police showed up, and they found uh, Miss Vanessa Lee Jones, 38 years old. Sure enough, naked as a jaybird, right there near the dumpster of the Popeyes, which was closed, oh, and God. she was just going to town on herself. Oh God! In St. Petersburg, she was fully nude at the time. Uh, when uh, police responded to the scene, officers witnessed it. They observed on security uh, that uh, security cameras had caught her uh, doing the deed for the last 15 minutes, Big J. Uh, she was arrested for exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor, and she was uh, put in jail in lieu of a $150 bond. Now, uh, the affidavit did show that Jones showed absolutely no indications of drug or alcohol abuse. No indication of mental health issues. She said she just wanted to do it, and so she did. Now, probably uh, one of those things that we may just roll off our shoulder because of, well, it's 2020. But what made this extra weird was Vanessa Lee Jones was arrested not four days prior to that, doing the exact same thing, exposing herself and going to town of herself in front of a 7-Eleven right there in the same town in St. Petersburg. Yeah, And so uh, that's not good. And uh, this is the second time she's been arrested for just pleasuring herself in front of God and everybody in a public place. So she was arrested on the, uh, the 26th, got out on the 28th, and then arrested again two days later. The 7-Eleven, in case you're curious, is just a couple blocks away from the Popeye's restaurant where Jones was arrested. So she's got a Larry. She likes to stick to yeah. it. Maybe maybe that, maybe that block turns her on. I don't know. I don't know. Think of all the other times she didn't get caught. <laughs> That's right. Uh, according to court records, Jones' rap sheet it does include convictions for theft, trespassing, and possession of synthetic marijuana. So there's that. But I've sur- I've heard synthetic synthetic marijuana probably not great. But I also haven't I haven't heard that it does that stuff. Too. I don't know. 
And I know the Popeye's... Time, long time saying you heard that. I know people are into the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I didn't know they were that into it. Uh, so... Listen, have you seen that commercial with that guy going out? <laughs> yeah, why is it good? <laughs> the, the food blogger that tries the, uh, the, the chicken sandwich, I guess. It is pretty good. I, well, I, that's what I've heard. Is it that good, Big J? I'll take a classic chicken sandwich. <laughs> First. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get in the way of your endorsement. Uh, of course, a reminder to everybody, please don't uh, pleasure yourself in public. Yeah. Keep that in your car. <laughs> don't listen to Big J about this stuff either. Get a van. Morning after with Naked Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rock. Foo Fighters, that's their new one. It is called Shame Shame here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it's time for us to recap. The Morning After Fantasy Football League, week number nine. Big J, how goes your fantasy football season? Well, the uh, woes continue to uh, to strike Nick, both in uh, the management of my said team and uh, players' abilities on the field. Oh, no. Uh, going up against Wubba Lubba touchdowns. Deshaun Watson, you know, put in a pretty decent performance, scored 24 points. Uh, here's my problem. Uh, my, my my scoring cow had been Derrick Henry, uh, but he has gone cold. Cold as the last couple weeks have not been uh, his uh, his best, uh, only scoring me six points. A tough matchup against the Bears. Too. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, who the week before had a pretty good, decent run at it, you know, uh, got rid of uh, um, the other guy, uh, the other running back, who uh, now I can't remember his name. Uh, for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Hadn't been doing much. Uh, but either way, J.K. Dobbins only got me five points. Uh, receiver has been a revolving door of what should I do uh, as uh, I've got a, a you know a decent cadre, but uh, just tough, man. And I ended up uh, suiting up uh, Emmanuel Sanders there for the New Orleans Saints. He scored 13 points, so not bad. DeAndre Hopkins had a really bad game. He's yeah. uh, been been pretty, uh, pretty consistent, at least getting you double digits there. Only got me six points. Rob Gronkowski got one point. Uh, Noah Fant injured early in their loss to Atlanta, so uh, seven points there. And then, uh, I, you know, my kicker is the kicker for Tampa Bay. Well, the only point scored for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Ryan Suckup's field goal, so I got three points out of that. The one thing I did decent that I can feel good about is I picked up the Giants defense on the waiver wire going up against a Washington uh, football team, scored me 13 points. I only amassed 81 points, Nick, going up against uh, Wubba Lubba touchdowns. Uh, He had Derek Carr, had a good game. Uh, Robinson, the running back for Jacksonville, had a good game, 15 points there, almost 16 points. He had a uh, a good... uh, appearance from uh, C. Edwards uh, Lair for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, J.J. Uh, Schuster, Smith Schuster for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then uh, the uh, wide receiver for the My- or the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Kirk uh, got him 23 points, and uh, Ravens defense got 14 points, so I, I lost 128 to 81. Um, yeah, yeah. lowest score of the week, pal. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been bad, and, and you know, I, I left some points on my bench, uh, but, you know, uh, that'll happen next week, too, I'm sure. I'll, I'll switch things around, and, and the other guys will have great games. <laughs> Big J is struggling, to say the least. What's your record at this point? It's okay. It's okay. Uh, three and six. Three and six. But, hey, it's not the worst. Nope, it's not. 
Uh, as far as Pickle Nick uh, goes, uh, you know, sometimes it's good to be good and sometimes it's good to be lucky. A uh, combination of both. As of last week coming off the highest scoring team of the week, uh, I came in and uh, did not score as highly as I wanted to. In fact, had I gone up against almost anybody else, I probably would have lost. But uh, I uh, and even came down to the nail-biter. It was all about Monday Night Football in my game against the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I had 108.98 points, and uh, he had about 100 points. I needed the Patriots defense to score less than 8 points for me to pull out a victory, and they put up exactly 3 points last night. And so I had won 108 to uh, 103 at the end of the day. My third straight victory, improving to uh, five and four on the year, just outside the playoff picture. In fact, I'm tied with fourth place record-wise, uh, but uh, they got me beat as far as points goes. So uh, I'm right there in the mix. I have to give it up to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I was thinking, you know, he ended up starting uh, both Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller for the Texans, and I was like, well, that's always good. I mean, they both can't have good games, right? No, they both very yeah. much did have good games. <laughs> uh, and so that put me down early. Lamar Jackson had a good game for him. Uh, so did Todd Gurley and Delon- Devontae Walker, uh, Waller Excuse me for the uh, the Raiders. And so uh, I was down early but came back with a big game from Pat Mahomes for the second week in a row. Uh, he got me 30.8 points and DK Metcalf with another 24-point performance. Uh, got 14 out of Deontay Johnson as well. Other than that, I mean, I had the Buccaneers defense, which was not great. Uh, I had Blakenship for the uh, the Colts, which did not put up a lot of offensive points. And then uh, I ended up uh, starting Michael Thomas, who did okay. But my running back, I have real issues at running back right now. With Austin Eckler on uh, IR for me. I, I didn't start Jonathan Taylor this week because he was going up against the Ravens. And, of course, he had a touchdown. Uh, and Montgomery for the Bears didn't do anything against the Titans, and so I, I struggled a little bit, but enough to get the win, so I will take it. Congratulations goes out to Cheese Graders, highest scoring team of the week, 144 points, knocking off wrong side of Camara, 144 to 112, uh, and uh, just a combination performance. I mean, he's got Delante Cook, or Delante Cook, which uh, is nuts. Uh, he put up 39 points, of course. Jimmy Graham gave him 17 points, 20 points out of Stefan Diggs, 25 points out of Cam Newton last night, so that was enough to uh, give cheese graders the highest score of the week. Good game out of Russell Wilson and uh, Keenan Allen for the wrong side of Kamara, but just not enough. She falls to five and four, but Courtney's still having a pretty good year. Uh, COVID-49 is the hottest team in the league with a seven and two record and a three game winning streak and a 141-109 win over FC Boise. 37 points out of Kyler Murray, 33 out of uh, Devontae Adams, which is a good performance. And his kicker got him 14, which never sucks either. Uh, but uh, Kevin had a great performance out of DJ Chark and Travis Kelsey, but that's about it. He started Tom Brady, uh, which was not a good choice for him, although it was Tom Brady or Matt Stafford, and both of them kind of stuck up the joint. So he wasn't going to win either way, but that snapped the winning streak Ouch. from FC Boise. But congratulations, he's still 5-4 and four on the season as well. Guitar Street Hooligans with a 127-90 win over Devontae's Peak. Uh, you, congratulations to Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Troy McLaurin, and uh, Jerry Judy, all scoring over 25 points for Guitar Street Hooligans. 33-point performance out of Hill from Kansas City, but that was really it for Devontae's Peak. Uh, Claypool had a pretty good game, too, there as well. But uh, that's the team I'm going up against next week. And then Saquanda Forever improving to 6-3 and three as well, knocking off the number one team in the league, 119-100. to 100. Shane Payne, L. Pearson takes their first loss in six games. 
and uh, that's a that's a big one for Wayne. So we got to see. But uh, Ryan, he went with Ryan Tannehill, and uh, he had uh, Antonio Brown, or excuse me, AJ Brown as well for uh, Tennessee, which put up good points for him. But uh, Justin Herbert and of course uh, Christian McCaffrey coming back for Saquanda Forever helped him out a lot. He even left uh, J- Josh Allen on the bench and his 36 points. So it was a pretty good day for Saquanda Forever to improve to 6-3, and three, the number three team in the league. Who do you got going up against next week? Uh, going up against FC Boise for, right. I believe, the second time. All right. You like your chances? No. That's the confidence we love no, I heading don't. into the morning after Fantasy Football League. Here's your recap. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J on the way. Some pop culture smackdown and important stuff. Let's take a look at your ride into work this morning. A little thing we call traffic. It's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Tonight, all you want, Big J. Americans have spent much more time indoors over the last seven months. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, and that means that there's a lot more things to do around the house. In fact, a bunch of us have picked up a hobby. Big J, have you picked up a hobby? In no, seven? no. Have you? Oh, that's that, I disagree with that totally. Well, what's my hobby? Well, I mean, it's not necessary. I wouldn't call it a hobby, but you certainly have another thing for your attention. Wouldn't uh, I would say, you know, becoming a uh, Gestapo at Pampered Chef would be a pretty Whoa, big move, right? Gestapo? Huh? Yeah, or barking people around, ordering stuff. No. Make it feel bad for not doing things. There's nobody ordering anybody around. God, I wish. <laughs> but that's fairly new, right? I would call that a hobby. It's not your job. It's a, yeah. it's another source of income, potentially. But that's a hobby, right? Sure. Okay. Sadly, I know more about your life than you do sometimes. No, I just I never would have really considered that a, a hobby. You're right. But is I, it? I guess, what, 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 what do you consider it? Um, fun? <laughs> uh, maybe not fun. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, now you're going to have to define fun for me. But I understand what you're saying. Uh, no way, I can get you some cool kitchen stuff. And uh, and so, Big J is like a third of people in our country. They have uh, picked up at least one new hobby or one new thing to help pass the time during the pandemic. Uh, also, 75% of people in that group say it's inspired them potentially to make a fairly big life change, specifically in a career. You ever think about giving it all up and just doing Pampered Chef full-time? No. Not fun enough? A lot more work, let me tell you what. Survey also found that 93% said this new hobby gave them some sort of sense of purpose when they spent time indoors. Would you say that? Yeah. Would you say it taught you something new about yourself? Oh, definitely. All right. Then you're in the 89% down, my friend. Cool. Top hobby uh, was called cooking and baking. Boy, they should be calling you about their pampered chef stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they should be. 63% say they have picked up cooking or baking since the pandemic has began. Uh, 41% say they started playing a little bit more video games. 28% began new meditation habits. 27% started to paint or draw. 24% started hiking. And 24% started doing yoga. 18% started playing a musical instrument. Uh, and only 1%, Big J, picked up Pampered Chef. That's you, my friend. Congratulations. You made that statistic up. Patriots beat the Jets last night in uh, Monday Night Football 30-27. to Last second field goal gave the Patriots a comeback win. Jets were pretty much in command of this game the whole way. And then uh, they let Cam Newton get back right into it with a couple of rushing touchdowns. And then uh, another uh, Burkhead touchdown in the fourth quarter. And next thing you know, the Jets are 0-9. And it's not a good look for them. December 22nd is when the NBA season is going to start back up. The draft will take place on November 18th. Training camp will begin on December 1st. 
but you will have basketball before Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Milwaukee Brewers reliever Devin Williams and Seattle Mariners center fielder Kyle Lewis won Rookie of the Year awards last night. Uh, Williams in the National League, Lewis in the American League. We got the uh, Cy Young Awards Wednesday, the MVPs Thursday, and the uh, Managers of the Year announced tonight. Sergio Garcia has pulled out of the Masters after being told by Augusta National that he had tested positive for the coronavirus. He did play in the Houston Open last week and said on Twitter that he was driving home uh, to Austin Saturday night when he started getting a sore throat and started coughing. The first round of the Masters is on Thursday, so that's the one major that Sergio has won, but he will not be able to try to win another, unfortunately, for Sergio. Big J, guess who's back? Back again? Yep. The Mac? Mike Benning is back again. Oh, yeah. Uh, They are bringing back the Gerard Butler character because the Fallen franchise is going to continue. Mike Benning will return in a movie called Night Has Fallen. Uh, Rick... You're going to run out of words. Oh, no. I mean, listen, if we've done Olympus, London, what was the other one? Uh, Angel. Angel. Angel has fallen. And so the last uh, one. And now there's night. I mean, look, we could go day has fallen. We Morning could go, after has fallen. Morning after has fallen. We can go Gerard has fallen, for all we know. Either way, uh, they're bringing back uh, Rick Waugh, who directed Angel has fallen. He is returning for the sequel. Uh, and uh, they brought back the writer as well. It's got a pretty interesting trajectory. It was originally seen as a ripoff, if you remember, uh, because White House Down, the movie that had Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx, kind of beat them to the president in no, chaos. No, other way around. No, no, no. It came, no, it came out first, but this one actually ended up making more money. Oh, that's because it was, cause it was a much better movie. Right. And so Olympus Has Fallen was superior in every way to that movie, and then it ended up being the franchise that a lot of people thought White House Down was going to be. And it didn't happen to be that way. Of course, uh, then London has fallen and then all sorts of stuff uh, has come back. And now we're going to be more. So part four in the Has Fallen franchise. As a fan of the the movies, uh, the, the first one is the most brutal. Right. Like right. The, 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 the knives to the skull, there are more of those than the other ones. Where does Angel take place? I didn't see that one, so I'm sorry. Um, it's uh, I think it's in in Washington. Okay. It's, it's basically he's framed for trying to kill a person. Right. I remember him. He's supposed to be the bad guy, but I was trying to think if they because obviously London was taken to a different locale. Uh, was Morgan Freeman the president? In Angel yeah. Has Fallen? Okay. Yep. Uh, and so, do you think he's coming back? Is that leave it open for him to return as the president? Yeah. Or, yeah. Because totally. it was um, who was in the who was the president in the first one? Um, it was oh boy, now I can't think. Harvey of this. Dent, the the dude that played Two Face, Aaron Eckhart. Uh, thank you. And then was there a different president in London has fallen, or was Eckhart still right? Yeah, it was Eckhart. Okay, so we'll see if the president switches up as well. By the way, Olympus has fallen came out in March of 2013, and White House came out June 28th. Oh, okay. Well, I take it back. Then the story has it wrong. That it said that that this one came out first and was considered a ripoff, but that's not true. So either way, one of the franchises was successful. The other one was not. You don't dispute that fact, do you? No. Wonderful. Pure Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and a chance for you to get qualified for Santa Sack. And let me tell you what, it is chock full of goodness. The Echo Dot from uh, Amazon is in there. The Fire Stick from Amazon is in there. And now a 10-inch Kindle Fire tablet which is pretty dang cool. Uh, we'll get you qualified here with that. And we'll get you set up with uh, tickets uh, to check out uh, Metallica's All Within My Hands acoustic 
performance from their HQ and auction. Uh, boy, the way the auction items are sweet. They are sweet. And uh, I'll be honest, there's there's some things that are out of reach for most of us, uh, but there are a few things on there that, you know, you might be able to chalk up some money for. Either way, it's going to a great uh, a charity. And, of course, you can check out the performance on the 14th, which is Monday. Uh, it's all happening. You can buy your tickets now at Metallica.com, but you can also get free entry right here, right now, for free if you defeat Big J and Pop Culture Smackdown. And, oh, by the way, get yourself qualified for Win Santa Sack. 208-287-1003. But you have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. I mean, I did pretty good yesterday. Yeah. I know you got at least one question, right? Hello, the X. Well, it's Hi, true. how you doing? Good, man. What's your name? Mike. Mike, you're up first. Mike, what actor got his start in the movie Swingers before starring in movies like Wedding Crashers, which Big J just mentioned the other day? Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson. Wrong. While he's in Wedding Crashers, did not get his start in the movie Swingers. But thank you very much for giving it a shot. Hello, the X. Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, what actor got his start in the movie Swingers before starring later in movies like Wedding Crashers, like Big J mentioned the other day? Uh, right. That is correct. Big J, what country music star had her own CW television show for seven seasons? Um, boy. Yeah. Uh, Shania Twain. Wrong. No. no. Terry Underwood. No. Wrong. No. Dolly I, Parton. No. Wrong. No. What if I said she was also in the movie Tremors? Would that help? Oh, yeah. Uh, Rebecca. Wrong. I remember her last name. <laughs> Reba McIntyre. There you go. Right. There you go. He got there. I went to that concert. Oh, you did? I went to a Reba McIntyre concert once. Uh, give me a Reba McIntyre song. I, I can't. I can't tell you. What, were you dragged there? Yes. Okay. Did you have a good I, time, though? Yeah, I was all right. <laughs> How old were you? Um, well, 28. Oh, boy. Dragged at 28. Uh, hey, congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with that Metallica stuff. That's right. And you obviously wanted to bang whoever you went with. That much is clear. Uh, and Reba McIntyre. <laughs> you went to the Reba McIntyre concert with Reba McIntyre. You couldn't remember her name? Yep. Uh, congratulations. You're also qualified for Win Santa Sack as well. Hang on. We'll get some information from you. We will do some headlines. That's happening next on the X Rocks. Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by our TDS Fiber text line. Don't forget, you can always text us anytime you want. That text line is always open, 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber, your new choice for lightning-fast internet, television, and phone. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Expensive movie? Not all heroes wear capes or drive carefully? Not all heroes wear capes. On Sunday, a Connecticut pizzeria owner and one of his employees managed to fight off and apprehend a would-be robber, dude. Police responded to Wooster Pizza in Cromwell and arrested 21-year-old Cotton Balskins on a number of charges, including first-degree robbery. Uh, Balskins allegedly pointed an airsoft BB gun at the restaurant's owner and demanded money. And when the owner dismissed the suspect and, and identified it as a BB gun, reportedly chased him around the restaurant until one of the employees helped apprehend the dude and keep him pinned to the ground until police show up. Police say that while it was uh, lucky that he was right that it was an Air Microsoft BB gun, they do say that business owners probably shouldn't attempt to fight off a suspect armed uh, themselves in order to keep themselves and their customers safe. And uh, they should do it the other way around. But this one happened to work out for the pizzeria owners. Probably helped the guy was an Airsoft fan. So he was able to recognize the gun right away. But yeah. uh, still, 
Not today, friend. Saved his own business. What do you think about that, Big J? I like it. I wonder how easy or difficult it is to pin somebody to the ground until police come. You think they end up, like, giving up eventually? Or are they fighting the whole way? And it's just a battle. I mean, it depends. You don't want to go to jail, do you? Uh, I would think not, no. But either way, credit where it's due. Well done. Expensive movie or drive carefully? Drive carefully. A driver has been arrested after officials say he raced through an accident scene and nearly hitting several vehicles. Troopers were attending to an accident when the man drove through the crime scene. DPS says the man was driving at a high speed and nearly hit a Phoenix Fire Department fire engine. Troopers fire personnel when he lost control and spun out. Troopers attempted to stop the car, but it then took off again. Troopers then pursued the man to the I-17 frontage road near Grant Street. I know right where that is. And then they did the old-fashioned pit maneuver you used to see on cops all the time. And DPS officials say the man fought with troopers once they stopped his car, so there's another guy that didn't want to get arrested. He's now in custody and booked on several felonies, including a DUI. So he was hammered at the time. Uh, No names have been released. But try not to speed through the scene of an accident, guys. I mean, nobody likes rubberneckers, you know, when uh, there's something happening on the side of the road and things slow slow to a crawl. But you also don't want to be the guy that's going 90 through there and almost hitting and killing people either. There's a happy medium there somewhere, everybody. Yes. We We gotta meet that. And I think everything will go a little bit better. Wrap it up with expensive movie. Digital assistants are great until they're not, Big J. And a woman living in the UK says she was charged about $141 for three exotic fleshlight toys after her Amazon Alexa device ordered them. Katie Brown says the voice control device was next to the TV as her brother was watching the new Borat movie. And one of the jokes in it is Borat orders a couple of sex toys on Amazon using his smart speaker. Next thing you know, her smart speaker is set up to her account. And you heard Borat order the toys and then order the toys for her as well and charged her $141. That's awesome. <laughs> That's a lot of money, man. Uh, well, I guess it, it comes out to about uh, what, 50 bucks a piece. Uh, she does say she got a full refund from the purchase. Amazon did refund her the stuff, but she's now also changed the setting on her Alexa so that it cannot make purpose- purchases and direct link directly to her account. Probably something that should have been done already, but a funny mistake that at least was remedied and didn't really cost her any money. But that kind of stuff happens all like you've seen it, I'm sure. I mean, maybe not because you have a Google Assistant, but you know, anytime somebody references Alexa in a TV show, your little smart speaker lights up like, ooh, burp, you said something? Yeah, you can change your name. That's right. That's why I call mine Big J. Morning after with Nick hot. and Big J. No, 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 not for hot reasons. Uh, it's just fun to yell. We are going to come back and get a visit from Rob and Studebaker. Big J, from turn down. <laughs> Treasure Valley Subaru. That's happening here in a second. A cool thing's happening for Veterans Day tomorrow out there. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Of course, if you have listened to this show for any period of time, you're familiar with Rob Studebaker. Rob, of course, over at Treasure Valley Subaru. And uh, you always do a bunch of great stuff for the Treasure Valley. You give back as much as you possibly can. And Treasure Valley Subaru is continuing that tradition tomorrow for Veterans Day. Tell us what you got going on, Rob. Well, we were lucky enough to uh, get get in with uh, Guardian Paws, and they, and they take care of uh, uh, veterans with PTSD and veterans with, with handicaps. And uh, they they uh, rehabilitate with service animals, and uh, we love that group. And so uh, we teamed up with them tomorrow, and we're going to serve uh, lunch to uh, 
between two and 300 veterans uh, during the day and, and social distancing and, and cleaning after everyone and, and uh, try to do it uh, a set, you know, and over that three hour period so that we don't, you know, load everybody together. But, but we're doing that to, uh, to serve the community and serve the veterans. Yeah, it's uh, that's awesome, man, and and it, it, the uh, that program is really cool, and it's uh, you know pairing animals up with with veterans. It's it seems like a natural thing to do. Yeah, it really does, and it it, it fit for us. And Subaru's big on dogs, and and uh, then this was a way for us to kind of tie dogs in with with veterans and, and really try to help those with with problems. I brought with me a gentleman by the name of John Carnes. He's one of our finance managers, and uh, he's he's been directly affected by it. He and his family. Thanks, Rob. Um... Yeah, thank you guys for putting this on. We really want to uh, extend the hand for all the veterans to come in and check out uh, our dealership, check out uh, Guardian Paws, and I want to thank you. Uh, my son was severely injured in Afghanistan, came back, um, dealt with these demons, um, and this is a big deal for people. I don't think they understand uh, what those guys gave up, and when they come back, uh, how they fit into society and how they're feeling, and Guardian Paws, these dogs get the guys out. They get them back into life and that's what we really want to do we want to get these guys moving again and thank them and uh rob putting this lunch together tomorrow for everybody is really exciting can't wait to meet everybody really want to thank you guys for the time today to you know share what we're doing and the messages you know if you're a veteran and you need help guardian paws is one of the great organizations in the valley here to help you out yeah, you know, we, we've had a chance to, to meet Tina before, uh, who's worked with, with Guardian Paws, and she's fantastic, and we know how much work goes into making sure these dogs are ready to go for whoever may need their services as well. So we know it's a really cool thing, so maybe if you're kind of like on the fence about what they do or how they do it, getting more information tomorrow, it, it's a great place to go. And then, of course, you know, you guys going out of your way to make sure that there's a lunch for the veterans on Veterans Day is incredibly important. And, and it seems like a pretty good match made in heaven for, for everything to kind of come together on a, on a pretty special day right yeah we were uh, it really does and and uh it, it turns out that that you know veterans day is tomorrow and 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 we have a good indoor facility to do this and we've got the, the whole entire back of our shop which is enormous and uh we've got room and and uh we're gonna we're gonna treat, be really super safe and uh if you're a veteran and and, and you're looking to, to meet other veterans and uh just to kind of just to be served we're uh, we're here for you we're gonna be there tomorrow from 11 to 2 and uh, you know, and 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 let us know uh, when you're coming. Beautiful. Uh, for those that aren't aware, Treasure Valley Super right there in the Idaho Center Auto Mall. Uh, that's where you can go tomorrow and check it out. And of course, Rob, thank you for coming in. John, thank you, yeah, your thank son, you. for his service as well. And thank you guys for sharing your story and hopefully doing something really cool tomorrow. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You bet. Happy birthday, Marines. And Big J on 100.3 The X. And we'll get you hooked up with a Papa Joe's Italian Cuisine gift card, $25, uh, located right there on uh, Capitol Boulevard, if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. Here's our phone number. It is 208-287-1003. Lunch or dinner on us. All you need to do is figure out who Big J is trying to be via bad impressions. He's got three clues. They all revolve around the same famous person. If you can figure out who that particularly famous person is, in those three clues or less you may not need all three sometimes you do sometimes you don't and if you can do it then that papa joe's is coming to you via the mail we'll mail it out to you and everything you don't have to do anything for it zero effort required oh goodness hello the x how's it going what's up man what's your name chris all right chris you're up first chris fictional character here okay okay hello shaggy scooby yeah, yeah, it's Scooby. Doobie? Congratulations, Chris. Hang on one second. We'll get you that uh, Papa Joe's. Clues two and three for fun. I'm scared of monsters. Okay. 
And uh, I need some Scooby Treats. They're called Scooby Snacks, first of all. Well, I call them Scooby Treats. Uh, you almost sounded like Brian Posehn there for a second, too. You're welcome. Uh, why is Scooby-Doo in the news? Sad news to report, Nick. Uh, as Ken Spears, who uh, helped uh, create Scooby-Doo along with Joe Ruby, has uh, passed away. My so God. Now both of them are gone. How old was Ken? Uh, 82 years old. All right. Well, that sucks. See, that's the part of the thing, man. I mean, you know, you, you grow up and you... I, I don't associate with Scooby-Doo, unfortunately, with either of those two people. Uh, it's a Hanna-Barbera thing. That's who I think uh, was involved with Scooby-Doo. Well, and they created it, right. and then they left to, to start their own thing. Um, but, yeah, definitely. Oh, how did that work out? Well, they started their own uh, production company and went on to do a whole bunch of other stuff. So, But not, like, to the... Like, they created no. anything other than Scooby-Doo? That, like, became somewhat famous? Um, Any, like, the Laugh Olympics things? Or is that all hand Let's see. They, well, they revived Alvin and the Chipmunks. Hmm. Uh, Mr. T's cartoons. I remember those. Okay. <laughs> so they did some stuff? Jeez, man. No, no, I'm just... Wa- hard on no, 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 no. I, I, what I'm saying is I never thought they got the credit that they deserve. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, Hanna-Barbera sure. is who I, I associate Scooby-Doo with. It could be one of the things where they just, you know, took it from them or whatever the case may be. Either way, rest in peace, sir. Still plugging away. Thank you. Well, no, Scooby-Doo. Dead no. Oh. Scooby. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, he's dead. There's Sorry. your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That's new Rob Zombie. Triumph of King Freak here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And that's how it's going to wrap up our show today. Hey, thank you to uh, John and Rob from Treasure Valley Subaru for swinging by this morning talking about their very special free Veterans Day lunch happening out there at the dealership at the Idaho Center Auto Mall tomorrow from 11 to 2. It's free to all veterans. Uh, They're asking you to social distance and stuff, so you may want to keep that in mind as you head out there, but it is a pretty cool thing that they're doing for the entire Treasure Valley, so always nice to see those two. Congratulations to me for winning another game in the morning after Fantasy Football League. Sorry to you, Big J. That being said, a huge fan of yours this week. Uh, hoping that you pick yeah. up a win. like to see you try. Hopefully you're not well, giving let's up. let's see. We'll just see about that. Oh, I thought you said you had more to add. <laughs> no. uh, and, of course, we also want to thank you for listening and taking part in the show today. We always appreciate that as well. We are going to have uh, Veterans Day off. We are required by law to do that. And so uh, we will be back together on Thursday, in which Big J will then give you his movie review for the streaming dumbass movie that happened today. So you'll have a chance to check that out. You have two days then to watch and play the home game if you want to. It is called what, Big J? Prospector General. Just, no, just Prospect. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure where you got the er or the general involved in that, but (laughs) just Prospect is the name of it. It is available on Netflix to check it out. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, big happy birthday to the United States Marine Corps. John had mentioned it briefly at the end of uh, his their interview, but uh, we know a couple Marines. My dad was a Marine, 245 years. It, it's a, actually the birthday for the United States Marine Corps is a pretty big deal for them. So uh, you know, you see a Marine, say happy birthday. Thank you to all of you uh, Marine uh, Devil Dogs that served. We appreciate it very much. Happy birthday to the Marine Corps for sure. Yeah, Semper Fi. Enjoy Veterans Day tomorrow as well. Thank you to all the veterans for your service and uh, making it possible for Jay and I to do this stupid radio show. We appreciate it more than we could ever say uh hopefully you get to do something to enjoy that to all the veterans that are listening as well that's going to do it for us we will see you on thursday jason drew is up next you guys have a good one it's the x rock 